Hello, hello, and welcome to Orbiting the Ghost Planet. I'm Nick. I'm Joe. And this is your episode-by-episode discussion podcast about Space Ghosts Coast to Coast. This week, we sat down to watch Season 2, Episode 7, Sleeper. I don't know if I would say that this is actually a good episode, but it's definitely one of my favorites. I wouldn't consider it a good episode, per se. Would you consider any of them good episodes? Yeah. Yeah? All right, we'll talk more about that part <laughs> later. It's, between us, there's definitely something screwed up with the uh, quality compass. <laughs> well, um, we both consider different things to be good things. Fair enough. Uh, so this is a episode that shortly we'll see majorly focuses on Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and sort of the budding of hunk heads between Hulk and Space Ghost. Mm-hmm. Hunk heads? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a hunk is a terrible drug to be addicted to. The hunk of dunk. That's a giant bomb reference for anyone out there. Uh, but when we start off with this, we get a, a cold open. Now, basically becoming a standard at this point. Yeah. We've left the non-cold open era behind. Uh, looking at Space Ghost, Zorak, and Maltar hanging out in the commissary before the show. Mm-hmm. Is this our first episode featuring the commissary? I remember seeing it before. But I don't know if that's from episodes like later on that I've just happened to have seen, or I'm pretty sure this is the the first time that we see the commissary because we get a really long cold open before yeah. the intro, uh, featuring a number of different segments in itself. Yeah, mainly it's a very zonk space ghost just sort of uh, talking, <laughs> just sort of going on, wondering how many more shows does he have to do. That's very much a Really a confidence booster when your host just wants to know when it's going to be over. Yeah. But we've all had days like that. You can't really fault him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Asking for some jokes. Jokes. Uh, Multar tries. Zorak's heard them all. Yep. Uh, but then even better, moving on, have you heard any good haikus lately? <laughs> and then the music starts. Yeah. And then and... it gets the like spotlight on Multar as he's talking. And he's got a pretty good haiku. I gotta yeah. say, there's there's like a, a poetic heart in the middle of that molten monster man. <laughs> um, and this is one of the places where it suddenly starts seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Zorak takes his turn mm-hmm. with his own uh, locust of the apocalypse themed <laughs> uh, haiku. And then Space Ghost he gives it a go. Very unprepared, <laughs> which again, sort of thematic for mm-hmm. uh, the cold open, if not the whole show. He gives it a go and is one of my favorites. And it's unfortunately my go-to for haikus. (laughs) Floating asteroid. Need to buy some school supplies. You're sulking in it. (laughs) I just... I mean, floating asteroid. That's Mm -hmm. real good. That's evocative. Need to buy some... (laughs) And then it just goes. Like, luckily, that's, that's a great part about haikus. If you write a bad haiku... You know exactly how much is left in it, and you don't need to go back. <laughs> and then the opening theme is like the theme music is like it's... jazzy horns with the announcer occasionally saying "Space Ghost, Ghost to Ghost." Yeah, it's. I believe this is the only time this intro music is actually used because there there's a couple of of music changes, but this is the first time. Not only that we did not have the Sonny Chirac opening mm-hmm. uh, opening theme, but 
like the uh, the other ones we've seen for the intro at least get used again from time to time. <laughs> this one is the only one that's done this way. And the the really weird thing about it is it's so the the start of the show before the the guests come on and also at the ending of that cold open is a strange push sort of back towards the the proper talk show format and tropes because they're they're talking about how um yeah, Zorak tells Space Ghost that he's doing a monologue tonight, mm-hmm. and that just freaks Space Ghost out. Uh, and then they attempt to go for one as soon as this jazzy talk show music ends. And that's they hit all of the, the, the beats about, like, a funny thing happened on the way to the ghost planet tonight. Mm-hmm. I just envisioned in from the coast. And what's the deal? <laughs> what's the deal with politics? <laughs> um just, you know, kind of just hitting that classic, just like, you know, this is what monologues are about, herp de dur Yeah. In a very, nobody has any care for this whatsoever, Space Ghost kind of way. Yeah. So it's a weird thing, because it really doesn't carry through with the rest of the episode. But just that, that intro is very like, oh yeah, what are modern talk shows doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Isn't that I silly? I guess we should try and do that. Not really. It's just like, no, listen, we're doing our own silly thing, but we know. We know. <laughs> when... After the monologue, when Space Ghost makes Zorak play him to the desk. Because, like, Zorak, up until this point, he's, like, he's refusing to cooperate in any way whatsoever. But he gets him to play him to the desk, so he begrudgingly plays him to the desk. But using a, like, funeral dirge? Yeah! <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty good. It's pretty intimidating. Yeah. Would have been he's more... Like, I'll, I'll do what you say, but not in the way you want me to. <laughs> Would have been more appropriate if the undertaker had been the day's <laughs> guest but we had a different wrestler instead mm-hmm. uh and then they bring in the hulkster as the first guest they sure do tell me your understanding of hulk hogan <laughs> i don't know anything about wrestling okay at all my only association with hulk hogan is that my cousins had these like I don't know how to describe how big they are because they're always like life size, but I was a child, so it was sure. like it was me size when I was like seven. <laughs> um, but they were like these pillows of Hulk Hogan and someone else that I didn't know. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I have no idea. I don't But I don't we, know we would play with them and wrestle with them. See it's funny, because I had cousins who were big into wrestling and had those same ones as well. <laughs> Um, so basically Hulk Hogan, uh, at least at the time of this interview, he is the champion of the WCW, which is the World Championship Wrestling Association, Federation, Organization, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for a little bit of context, that hasn't existed since 2001. <laughs> so, uh, just sort of double dating things here. Um... At which point it was bought by WWE, which used to be at that time the WWF, and now mm. they're kind of the only game in town. Uh, yep. For whatever any of that's worth. Uh, <laughs> it's all meaningless to me. But Hulk Hogan himself, like he was, he went back and forth between the two because he was just such a big personality. Yeah, like <laughs> like he was. I wouldn't say he was a mascot. But between, like, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage at that time, like, mm. 
just like even the people who didn't know about wrestling had heard the terms like like Hulkamania is coming to your house, brother. Mm-hmm. And then you got what's his face over there going, oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's basically the same. I'm not gonna say it's the same character because I like both of them too All much. All I know but... about Macho Man Randy Savage is that there's a mod in Skyrim where you can put his voice in for the dragons. It's a really good mod. <laughs> uh, don't worry, we'll get back to Macho Man Randy Savage over the course of Space Ghost. So okay, don't I worry about that yet. Forward to that. Oh, and you absolutely should. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, we see Hulk, we see the Hulkster, the Hulkamaniacs to get excited, because Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, I don't think he was Hollywood at this he's point. He's very yellow. He's, he's from California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, for whatever, that's why he, for a while, he was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Kind of like now how we have corporate Kane, I guess. I don't watch wrestling, I just know <laughs> some bull about it. Huh. <sighs> But yeah, so the whole segment, and this actually lasts through the first commercial break, is, well, no, so when Hulk first comes on, Mm -hmm. something is going wrong. He does not have enough oxygen because he's spouting nonsense. Just like non sequitur, randomness. uh, Two two of my favorite lines from Space Ghost actually come out of this, where it's just Hulk Hogan going, five miles of Cuban waters, Mark, and... (laughs) Does anybody really know what time it is? Yeah, he's like half singing it. <laughs> because I'm sure those are both references to something. Well, the second one is the song. Yeah, but just like the way that it comes out of Hulk Hogan's yeah. mouth, it's like, you know, a non-written earworm. Mm-hmm. And and that's another thing I want to say about this, and uh, we'll see more examples of it later. But this episode, I think, is very, as much as a push towards the, like, you know, classic talk show formal tropes at the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. so much of the episode that made it to air seems to be stuff that was like off script yeah like you know behind the scenes sort of recording clips that came forward um most of the initial hulk hogan stuff was there (laughs) it seemed like hulk wasn't that bad hulk was there to like play he was you know he was doing the character he was answering like you know would you want to wrestle lassie (laughs) i wouldn't want to wrestle lassie and none of the hulk hulkster kids out there None of the Space Ghost kids, Hulkamaniacs. It's just fun to do that character. I won't lie. It's fun <laughs> to, to do a Hulk. Um, so, you know, just sort of playing along, doing a wrestling thing. He's there, and he was there to promote a show. Yeah. So, Which, at first, I was like, oh, my God, they're actually letting him talk about the show. But then it became immediately apparent why. Because they were going to make fun of it because... By description of it, it sounds a lot like Space Ghost's show. I mean, let me tell you about Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> Thunder in Paradise was, like, premiered as a straight-to-video movie, uh-huh. uh, which was, like, a two-part pilot that they just put, like, a straight-to-video movie out of uh, in 93. In 94, it had one season of, like, 22 episodes, a few of those which were, again, two-parters that were just turned into straight-to-video movies. <laughs> And there was a CDI full motion video game. Wow. That like mirrored one of the episodes. Jeez. One of those movie episodes. Yeah, like they were like ex-Navy, like Hulk and somebody else were ex-Navy dudes with a super boat called Thunder. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's Thunder in Paradise. Because they were trying to be like the A-team 
except it was brought to you by like the same people who brought you Baywatch. Gotcha. So A team, but always on the beach. <laughs> and also Hulk Hogan. So Oh. Uh, although one of those straight to straight to video movies was called Sealed with a Kismet. And I think that's actually an alright name. That's a good <laughs> stupid name for something mm-hmm. for a two part episode. Um But yeah, other than that, like he seemed like he, you know, he was there to push stuff, but he was playing along with a lot of things. So it yeah. seemed like it might have been a good interview. But I think just playing with the idea that, you know, Hulk Hogan is a big buff dude. He's a wrestler. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's just like a muscle head who's trying to get into TV and, and you know, yeah. trying to get gigs and doing all this. And just just make Space Ghost antagonize him because yeah. they're just so close, you know. And they get to their posing off muscling yeah showing off their muscles and then they end up switching heads yeah just in a the magic of television <laughs> they swap heads and that's enough to cause an emergency going to commercial uh-huh. um I, I don't know like there's almost a dynamic there but it's basically space ghost making fun of hulk which yeah. is just amazing you can do that because you're space ghost mm-hmm. everyone is going to make fun of you and be <laughs> correct in doing so yeah um but yeah, they just sort of play off of each other a little bit. You know, Space Ghost is the new antagonist hitting, you know, Hulk's story hitting a little too close to home, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we go to commercial. We come back. We have another sort of off-script included moment, which um, the couple skate. Two girls may not skate together. Yeah. Two boys may not skate together. But they say it like, who'd have figured? Two boys may not skate together. <laughs> um like, uh, uh, in the commentaries, they actually mentioned that that was something that was complete. Like, when they say, are we rolling, that's legit, are we rolling on the record for oh, okay. Space Coast, Coast to Coast. Because like, Multar just... was saying that, just so yeah. you will so part of, the, part of the thing is, Multar is a, Multar's voice is low as a post effect. Mm-hmm. So he was just, you know, they were just uh, shooting the breeze in the recording <laughs> booth with that effect on. So they were <laughs> able to use it as a Multar line. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, just I'm gonna pull extra stuff. I I bet uh, at one point, uh, Space Ghost gives a little offhanded Inagata De Vida yeah. sing song sing along just for no reason. <laughs> I'm sure that was one of those two. But yeah, we come back. There's a little bit more of Hulk where he is basically that's the only chance he gets to push his Thunder in Paradise show, mm-hmm. which isn't much of a push, but he got to say the name of it. That's yeah. more than most guests get. Yeah. Um. And then we move on to our last guests. Mm-hmm. And remember, we're already past the break. Yeah. So when we finally see Slash of Guns N' Roses come on the screen. That uh, man has a lot of hair. Citizen long hair, as Space Ghost <laughs> refers to him. Just going so far in the opposite direction. Slash did not want to be there at all. Yeah. Like, you can just tell. Like, he is explicitly uncooperative. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, that's just how it ends. He just goes, I don't have to cooperate with you. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, no wonder Space Ghost and the whole crew rips on him. And just like, yeah. it's like, we would rather they have a whole thing about zippy guitar riffs with their mouth. And everybody mm-hmm. just goes, yeah, like no, no, it's like this. But just like, everyone would rather do that than have this interview with Slash. Um, I think it's actually, like, there's basically only two questions that Space Ghost actually asks of Slash. One is, where are your eyes? (laughs) And two is, how many clouds does Earth have? (laughs) Which I really like that question. 
that's like some tree falls in the forest kind of uh, <laughs> questions. Mm-hmm. Plus, at least my favorite quip, where when he just doesn't answer, uh, Basecoast goes, you know, son, if you were a paramedic, people would be dead already. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite lines, just in terms of just like a thing to say about something you don't like. I'm trying to remember somebody who used his icon when they put their their like website at the bottom of the screen. It was that, like that was Conan. Com. So, okay, that's what it was. I like. I'm trying to remember for that. I couldn't for the life of me remember who, who yeah. used that. Teamcoco.com. Yeah. Slash whatever their yeah. promotion okay. was. Thank you. I was just killing me. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna use slash, you might as well use him in a silly way because mm-hmm. he's kind of a silly guy. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. I don't know him personally. We certainly didn't see anything meaningful about him <laughs> on this episode. But have you looked at him? He he seems like he fell out of like a Ramones kind of era. But then he was in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> which I don't like Guns N' Roses was sort of a little before my time. But like, I don't know. That was sort of in that Aerosmith like rock. But not like just after ballads, but just before modern rock era. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's all I know about Slash is basically this. And I was about to say that Revolution X game, but that was Aerosmith again. <laughs> Slash, he was in that band that wasn't Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's basically it. Because yeah. they make fun of Slash for a little while. He makes it clear that he doesn't want to be there and he isn't going to play along. And then they just say, you know what, Slash? We'll be back in a sec. And they all just run off stage. Yep. And the stage is silent with Slash just sitting there for a minute and then the credits roll. Yep. Um, and there's supposed to be a scene that's not on the DVD, unfortunately. But there's a scene of every everyone sitting in the commissary again just making fun of Slash while he's still alone on the stage. <laughs> just saying like, oh yeah, no, we'll be back. Trust us, we'll be back in a second. Um, but that's it. Yep. So, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I mean... They didn't get asked about their superpowers. He didn't, but that's why we're here. We fill in <laughs> the gaps. Uh, I mean, have you seen his muscles? He's got some pretty big muscles. Have you seen his tan? Yeah, it's a pretty impressive tan. It's almost... Supernatural, perhaps. <laughs> um, and like he did, he does have a clandestine mystery. If you want to dig, you know, Hulk Hogan had a number of arcs in his wrestling career. Yeah, I don't know, being big and clandestine, he could make an okay superhero. Yeah, at the, at the time, at the time period, at least, let's say. Yeah. He he would fit that. Some in One Punch Man the Association would totally have him on their list. Yeah, he he's like he's like one of your everyday heroes. He's like mm-hmm. a regular guy who's just strong enough to be a hero. He's like yeah. a Samson superhero, not like a, <laughs> no flying, no whatever, but just like no behind the scenes. I have the power to help mm-hmm. or ruin. I think that was the whole Hollywood <laughs> thing. That was the NWO when they were trying to take over the WCW and change the whole policy. Wrestling is dumb. <laughs> but there's a lot of it. And their storylines. Yeah. Sports entertainment. So Hulk, he would be all right. He's got yeah. something, something there, superhero. He could he could pull something off. Slash, 
guitar skills and not having eyes. Sick guitar skills. He's got like them. If he had the thing, you know, like Raven on Teen Titans, mm-hmm. where like if he had that thing where like his whole face went dark, but then he looked up a little bit and just like his eyes lit up in the darkness. That could that could lead to something cool. Yeah, but no, because the point is his hair. He's one of those characters where the hair covers the eyes completely. But that's the thing. That's why it's so much more dramatic when you see the eyes and they're <laughs> full of anger at you, and you just go, "I'm in trouble." Um, he doesn't do any of that. He's weirdly like too lackadaisical. Mellow, yeah. yeah, he just wants to do his zippy guitar riff, not with his mouth, <laughs> and then go home. I guess. Uh, so he's he's somewhere lower on the uh the stress. I don't know. Guitar skills are pretty impressive. Guitar skills are pretty neat. He has strong powers. His yeah. powers are strong. <laughs> but he probably just wouldn't use them for the greater good. <laughs> Some would argue that he already has. But I think that's going to do it for this episode. Yeah, not much really happens. Not much really happens, but just Hulk is entertaining. <laughs> and just like the way they make fun of each other. Just what Hulk has got going on in the background. Some of that. Yeah. Hulk does a good zany. Especially because like between seeing him as like a wrestling character and the storylines that he's got yeah. or just as like, you know, kind of a big guy who's trying to, you know, get his acting gigs, doing whatever, just seeing him be that kind of zany random behind the scenes at that just was re- really entertaining. To me. <laughs> just like, just like what's going on. Oh yeah. Just me and that little bee over there. It's like, okay, whatever you're doing. <laughs> Holster. But yeah, aside from that, that was this episode. Uh, thank you for joining us and we hope you will come back next time when we sit down to watch another episode of Space Coast Coast to Coast and complete another orbit around the ghost planet. You have been listening to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an Aliku Studios podcast network production. You can visit the show page at alikustudios.net slash podcast slash ghost planet. There you can find the rest of our episodes, the RSS feed for the show, and links to our Facebook page where you can talk about this and all the other Liku Studio shows. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, and while you're there, you can help us by leaving a quick review and rating. Please visit alikustudios.net to learn more about us and what we do. That's O-L-E-E-T-K-U. <laughs>